All right, major gift fundraiser here with Clark Van Deventer, helping you get the most money out of your list without ruining your current donor relationships. Buenos dias, mis amigos. Hey, Clark Van Deventer here from Major Gifts Fundraiser. Hope you're having a great day. Hey, at Major Gifts Fundraiser, we are committed to helping you have more success than ever before by having deeper and more meaningful relationships with your donors than you ever thought possible. So I want you to propel further and faster in your career than you ever thought possible. I, I want that for you. If that's what you want, give me a call, right? I can't do this for you. Like I can't walk the steps for you, but I can walk them with you. So if you're looking for a partner, a guide, to help you get further faster in your career, give me a call. So um, uh, shoot me an email, clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. That's clark at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. Uh, go on over to our Facebook page, post a comment, wherever. Track me down. Let's talk about helping you propel further and faster in your career. All right. I want to talk today about just how important it is to get people to come visit you. All right, if you're a if you're a university and you have you're looking at this donor on your list, they've got a good giving history, but they've never been to campus. All right, like maybe they're an alum, they've been here years ago, but they haven't been in a long time. All right, or or maybe they've never been. All right, if you're the development director for a university and you're looking at a name on your list and they've never been, right, like. You don't don't even worry about getting a gift. Like, do not think about getting a gift. Your number one job, like the next gift, right? They're already giving you a thousand a year or whatever. But like, you're not thinking, how do I get five thousand dollars out of this person? Like, your total focus, all of your energy, energy, should be invested in getting this person to campus, right? Like, because that's the game changer. All right. Like, if you if you run a you know, a boys and girls club, if you run a, you know, some kind of, you know, humanitarian organization, you run a food bank, if you run a soup kitchen, if you, if you run a hospital, like whatever it is, if you have people who've never visited you, don't think about the next gift. Think about how do I get them here? How do I get them to experience this, right? Because you can send them photos, right? Like, you're, you're, you're sending photos to people of the impact that your work is having. And it's like, you know, they say a, a picture's worth a thousand words, but an experience is worth 10,000. Okay, so I want to talk about how I became a Cubs fan. All right, now you're like, Clark, what does this have to do with fundraising? Now you're talking about baseball. All right, so I have this long-term goal to visit every major league ballpark. So it is a very long-term goal. I have not, I, I was thinking about this recently, I haven't visited a new park in at least a half a dozen years. But I, I've been to, I don't know, a dozen major league ballparks. Uh, funny thing is, and, and I've been to three or four minor league ballparks, I really love going to minor league games, it's much cheaper, uh, but it's like the same experience, it's very low key, um, So I, and you can often get in for free, I've, I've They'll give away tickets. But anyway, I have this long-term goal to visit every major league ballpark. Funny thing is, 
is that I don't really have a team. Uh, so I always root for the home team, and the home team has never lost. I've been to like 20 major league games. The home team has never lost. All right, so anyway, uh, I never really had a team. Uh, I, I can't say that I was like a fan of any team. I, when I was a kid, I kind of rooted for the Reds because my brother did. Um, but I grew up in central Indiana, and we were just equally far away from a lot of teams. Like, the Cubs were kind of far away. The, the Reds were kind of far away. The Indians were kind of far away. The, the Cardinals were kind of far away. But no one was close, right? They were all, like, five hours away. Um, but I was going through some old journals this morning, and I was uh, recalling, and in my journals had this, this memory triggered about being with a a donor who was a big Cubs fan and uh I said to him like I I'm a Cubs fan now <laughs> and he's like what do you mean you're a Cubs fan now and I was explaining to him how I became a Cubs fan and uh I want to un unwrap this for you okay and how and how this applies to you getting people to be fans of your organization right so all the organizations they could identify with want them to identify with yours all right so I became a Cubs fan uh, number one I, I think because they were familiar okay so when I think about uh, going to going to Wrigley Field okay so I, I've been to all these I've been to all these ballparks, and I went to Yankee Stadium, and I didn't become a Yankees fan. I went to, I went to Dodger Stadium. I didn't become a Dodgers fan, but I went to Wrigley Field, and I and afterwards I said I'm a Cubs fan now. Like why? Okay, that that's I should back back up, right? That's why. That that's why this is an interesting topic for me. I went to Dodger Stadium. I didn't become a Dodgers fan. I went to Yankee Stadium. I didn't become a Yankees fan. I went to Wrigley Field. I did become a Cubs fan. Why? Okay. I think it comes down to the fact that they were familiar. Okay. So when I I had this amazing experience at Wrigley Field, right? Like it, it's historic. You're there, you're in the moment, like you feel like I'm a part of baseball history here when you're at Wrigley Field. But same, look, same thing at Yankee Stadium, same thing at Dodger Stadium, right? So the difference with the Cubs was the familiarity. So WGN, a huge uh, station out of Chicago that reached where I grew up in Indiana. So when I was a kid, I grew up, the Cubs fan or Cubs games were always on TV. They were always on. Uh, Harry Carey's voice, like I, I remember that with my youth, right? Like I wasn't a Cubs fan, but Cubs games were always on. They were always like Harry Carey's voice was always right there, and so the Cubs are familiar to me, right? And then I go and I have this great experience. And I become a Cubs fan. Yankees weren't as familiar with me. The Dodgers weren't as familiar with me. The Cubs, the Cubs, there was this, there was this uh, familiarity that they had developed over a long period of time, right? So years ago, I ran uh, for uh, United States Congress, and 
I, I was in a primary. I didn't win my primary. It's a five-way primary. Um, I didn't get through the primary. And after the campaign, I asked the well, a local political consultant. I'm like, what? Like, why do you think I lost? Just asking his honest opinion. And um, because the thing was, is that there, of the five candidates, there were sort of three of us that were more more major candidates. And of the three of us, we each raised and spent about the same amount of money. All right, so the guy I lost to, he didn't like blow me out of the water with advertising, right? Like we basically raised and spent the same amount of money. We had about the same amount of advertising. And so I said, what, like, why do you think I lost? And he said, well, Clark, you lost to Tom Watson. I'm like, yeah. He's like, Tom, Tom Watson. I'm like, I know who I lost to. <laughs> He says, Clark, it's the name of a famous golfer. Tom Watson at the time was also the name of a professional golfer. He said, people choose what's familiar. That name was familiar to them. All right. So I didn't even lose to the, to the right Tom Watson. Okay. But I lost because people chose something that was familiar. So your job Number one is to become familiar to your donors, right? Like you have to constantly interject yourself in their life. Become familiar to them, all right? That, that goes down to regular mailings, making regular moves, right? I talk about your moves list. Develop that moves list. Who are your 20 most important donors, your 50 most important donors, your 100 most important donors, and become familiar to those people through regular moves, all right? A move a month, all right? Methodically making the moves that place your organization in a position to be the first organization a donor thinks about when he or she is ready to make a gift above and beyond what they've ever given before. Methodical moves. Make your moves, all right? Then as an organization, there are things that you should, you should be doing to make yourself more familiar. That goes down to, like, regular email communications, Um uh, good social media presence, right? Like, and and you have to be regular with this stuff. You have to be on there constantly. Become familiar with your donors, all right? So those monthly moves, the email communications, the social media, like what, how, however else you can become familiar to your donors, become familiar to your donors. Make it easy for your donors to choose you. All right. So as you become familiar with your donors, you put yourself in a position. Now, your job, your job isn't to get a gift. Your job is to get them to visit. All right. The Cubs became familiar with me. And then I went to Wrigley Field and it sealed the deal. All right. And I became a Cubs fan. Okay. So for you, it's like become familiar with your donors. Make it easy for your donors to choose you. Get them there. Right. Because an experience is worth 10,000 words, all right? Like, get them there, they will see it, and then they will choose you, all right? So, by the way, I, I can't say I'm a Cubs fan anymore, right? Like, I went to Wrigley Field, I, gosh, I was last at Wrigley Field, it's been at least 15 years. Um, I, the, the, the feeling that I had that day, the emotion that went through me that day, um, it, it waned over time and I can't say I'm a Cubs fan anymore. So you've got to get your people back 
and stay familiar, stay in front of them. All right, so we never, like we've never won our donor, right? Like for good, right? Like you, you can become familiar to them. They can come visit you. They can choose you the way I chose the Cubs, right? They could choose you. They could give the gift. But uh, never stop selling, if we're going to use that word, selling your top people, right? You can't assume that you've won them, right? You've got to keep winning them. You've got to stay in front of them. You've got to stay familiar. You've got to get them back to experience it all over again. All right? Okay, hey, remember... I want to help you propel further and faster in your career. I want I want you to make more money. Like person, I just want you to make more money. I want your organization to raise more money. They're going to pay you more money because you are going to be so sneaking successful. Your boss is going to be asking, "What the heck are you doing?" And you're going to say, "I've been getting coaching from this Clark guy." All right. Hope you have a great day. You know how to find me, Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. That's Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. If you have other topics you'd like me to take on in future episodes, shoot me a line, Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. Thanks. Have a great day.